All right, welcome back to the Marco Bay Show. I'm that host with the most to say, Marco Bay. And it's been a while since I made my last installment of the Marco Bay Show. Been contemplating, reevaluating how I want to uh, approach this whole uh, podcasting thing. And uh, you know what? I don't want to be politically correct all the time. I'm going to just say how I feel. I'm going to really say whatever comes to my mind, and I'm going to be straight, quaint, and blunt with anybody that finds what I say to be interesting, thought-provoking, or enjoyable. Now, I have a couple of notes here that I want to just shoot this uh, this video about, this podcast installment about. Excuse me. Not a video. You can't see me. But um, I was just thinking. I just got off a trip. Uh, I went to Orlando with my family. Enjoyed myself immensely. My son enjoyed himself thoroughly. Uh, he believes he knows how to swim. I can't tell him no different. Just had to take him to swim classes so he can get proficient at it. As long as he's not afraid of water. Side note. Anywho. So uh, our flight was, uh, was delayed dramatically. And uh, we had to be... Uh, <laughs> We had to uh, wait for about three to four hours at the airport. Now, it wasn't a bad experience. It let me uh, just take in the sights and look at all the numerous people walking about. So I was people watching or whatever. And then uh, I just had a creative jolt when it came to, like, uh, how I saw other groups of people interact. Now, I don't have any problem with the Caucasian, the European, the Indian, or the Jews, any other group of people. My concern comes with uh, the black Americans and uh, black people all over the world. If they experience the same, uh, you know, uh, dysfunction or whatnot. And uh, I was just thinking, like, uh, why can't black people work together? And as I was thinking, I was like, well, that's pretty vague and uh, also pretty pervasive because there are so many reasons why I think that most black people can't work together. And what I mean by working together, I mean like why can't we organize in an orderly fashion to get something done? Why can't we collab or merge with big business ventures and uh, make tons of money together? Why is there always a competition with black people? And I'm going to talk about black Americans because that's where I live at. And in my uh, particular uh, area where I live at, it's uh, it's uh, it's pretty like uh, I don't want to say non-existent, but it's very few and far between when it, when I see people, young black entrepreneurs, young black striving individuals that that want to make something of their life work together and do it proficiently, do it uh, orderly, and uh, do it vigorously, like uh, like their life and livelihood depending on it. Working together, you know what I mean? So, um, like I said, I believe there are numerous reasons why black Americans can't or don't work well together. However, I believe the most crucial reason will have to be language. How we speak to one another is vital when it comes to working together. And I know this to be true because communication is the key in any prosperous relationship. For example, we typically yell and use way too much vulgarity when when we uh, communicate with each other. 
we by default disrespect each other through our language on a day-to-day basis so much we don't even see or hear the amount of disrespect that is perpetrated when we engage with one another. Common usage of uh, uh, dickhead, uh, pussies, bitch, motherfucker this, and dicky to that, or you dumb, or dumbass, or oh, you a hater, or hoe, or our, our most favorite nigga. I firmly think we change if we change the way we communicate to one another, it would increase our chances of working with one another. And if anybody think that this isn't true, just think about what a compliment does. I mean, like I generally don't know. Now I'm not saying there's not people out there that take compliments wrong, but I don't typically know anyone that's uh that's against a compliment. Like, oh, those are some nice shoes. Well, you paid. 300 and such and such dollars or 180 dollars or you were in line for the new Jordans because you wanted someone to notice and give you a compliment of the thing that you purchased so I, I believe that that'll help and it's just one nuance of just language all right back to my notes we aren't likely to give or receive compliments from or to our own people simply because how it, it is viewed negatively perhaps or perceived as being what they call it, Joe, or like I said before, Dickie, or what my brother's favorite line is, hype, you hype. That's the culture. That's bread when we give each other props. Low self-esteem issues are also to blame, in my personal opinion. This is what I think. We don't see ourselves as worthy to be praised or glorified for our actions our styles or accomplishments or others don't think we deserve it when we when when you travel which i just recently did and it was my first time traveling so i definitely had like a a enlightening experience when it came to like a a a different area miles away from where i'm from and a different just the way people interact is like it's a lot different but when you travel or listen to other groups of people that are winning now i don't want to be compared to the people that are losing i'm only taking the people or i'm only noticing the actions and the behaviors of the winning people that are winning together not the ones that's losing together or losing equally or or losing uh, uh by themselves you don't hear them constantly use verbally degrading language to one another and if you did I'm almost pretty sure they are quick to apologize. Now, keep in mind, I'm talking about the ones that are winning together, i.e. the Kardashian sisters. I don't want to get into it. That's another topic that can be expounded upon at a later date. I just want to get to my points. But for the most part, you don't hear Asians calling each other chinks or Hispanics calling one another spicks. It's not even normal. They don't. They don't all get along, don't get me wrong, but they respect themselves and their culture enough to hold themselves accountable for any dysfunction within their race. Asians and Jews more so than Hispanics, but you get my drift. This is learned behavior that's taught in the home. This is what I know because I display certain uh, characteristics and mannerisms based upon how I was raised and what my mother did around me in my theta stage that I picked up 
almost uh, subconsciously and through uh, hypnosis. Right? So how we speak and interact with our children is how they will speak and interact with other people. That's just facts. Unless they're overly intelligent, bright individuals, which most of them are, but the fact that we don't uh, view them in, in in such in such a way, we diminish their creativity, their uniqueness, and we break their spirits at an early age by uh, imposing our will and inserting uh, early portions of uh, early measures of oppression. Now, name calling profanity, belittling, yelling, and physical violence are all examples of what we show our children at an early age. So the home is where it starts. We know this. We must teach our children, because most of these adults today are pretty much doomed, how to communicate and interact with their own people and other groups of people. And this is a a personal pet peeve of mine. I don't like when black folks treat other groups of people with more respect and dignity than their own. Even though, more often than not, it's warranted. However, I do believe most black Americans respond in the way they are used to, which is how they were raised, which was more likely than not in hostile environments. So this is expected, not excusable. Don't get that mixed up. This is inexcusable behavior, but it's expected. Hurt people, hurt people is the philosophy, if I'm not mistaken. If we can't properly speak to one another, how can we possibly do business with each other? Ants are what we are looked at to the rest of the world, in my, in my honest opinion. Insignificant insects that are extremely resilient and extremely dangerous... If they learn to work together. Individually we are non-factors economically. But together we are a global impact on any financial infrastructure. In my personal opinion. I don't mind being referred to as an ant. Ants are strong and extremely fascinating creatures. If you watch them and monitor how they move so coordinated. No one thinking they're more important than than. Uh, than the, uh, another ant. Uh, knowing their job, how they form militant in lines, how they help each other, how they form together to tackle one big uh, task, and how they work together. They are cohesive, coordinated, and determined, and when they are focused, are a relentless force to be trifled with. I believe that Black Americans and black people all over the world uh, displayed the same potential. We just can't work together. I took it upon myself to make the word ants into a multifaceted acronym. And, you know, it's uh, it's up to us to uh, gradually like uh, move along uh, the acronym spectrum, said I, uh, as I'll coin it, uh, to, to, to be more... Um, you know, uh, prosperous. So, uh, ant acronym, a nation that's struggling. That's where we are right now. And we don't have to be. Now, the thing is when you struggle, a lot of uh, growth comes from a struggle. 
it has to be a struggle first before we can experience any type of significant growth. The next acronym would be a nation that's striving. We need to be thrust into that position where we're striving. I don't even believe right now we're striving. All we do is belittle each other, talk down on each other, disrespect each other. Uh, and and the thing is, I'm not perfect. I mean, uh, I I do judge people in my head, but I don't know their story. So my, my initial judgment, uh, I tend to be mindful of it and also look at the fact that everyone goes through things. I don't know everyone's story. I haven't walked in their shoes. So I'm less reluctant to, to speak on things that I don't know the full uh, story of. However, um, my thoughts and my consciousness is, uh, is translucent. So they just come in and they go. But if I see something, I'm only going to base it off my personal experience, not knowing the full intel of what that individual is going through. However, I'm not going to be uh, a fraud and say, oh, I, I don't do no judging. I do. I do. I just make it my uh, my mission not to do it out loud and to be uh, considerate of people's uh, misfortunes because that can be me. I can be viewed as someone that's, uh, I can be viewed as someone that doesn't have it all together or doesn't know how to, to, to do this or do that or uh, uh, someone was to talk about like, like, uh, like how I dress or how I act or how I wear my hair or anything. And they could laugh at me and I wouldn't like that. Not not so much I, I care because I like uh, I typically won't, but it, in the same sense, everyone is not like me. Some people are uh, more sensitive than others, which isn't a bad thing. I believe uh, uh, men in particular should uh, be more sensitive and uh, display more emotion because it'll help us grow uh, as as men and it help us balance out the uh, the feminine and masculine energy. Because I do believe there's a masculinity overload based upon. Uh, our environments and how we were raised and the, the lack of father figures and, and positive and uh, productive role models in our community that we display these, uh, this, uh, this hostile, overly masculine, uh, personas. And we shut down our emotions and like, and hold things in, which I don't believe is healthy. Scientifically proven, it's not healthy. We're supposed to display our emotions so we can grow. And this may also be another reason why, uh, black men can't work together because the egos and the pride and uh, like and the language of course it all gets in the way of us doing something greater i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of us is doing good in our own sense however just think about the good that we're all doing individually and how much better or great we can do together that's the beauty of someone that's uh, that's independent in thought, independent in emotion, independent financially. We all like we should think, OK, I'm doing good for myself, but I can always be doing better. How can I do better working together with someone similar to myself, similar in mindset, similar in goals, similar in, in dreams and aspirations and get together to create something greater? Which brings me to the last and final use of the multifaceted acronym ANTS. A nation that's succeeding. We have to get to the point where we're succeeding. And I mean succeeding in uh, multiple levels of, uh, of, of human interaction. Whether that's economical, uh, uh, ed educational, 
uh, financial, what else, uh, 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 and government. There's so many places where we, we are lacking success at that the sky is the limit for where we can go and how much growth we can experience. And we also have to keep in mind that there are forces out there that prosper off of our uh, lack of unity, our lack of uh, financial and economic success, uh, our lack of uh, self-worth and, and, uh, and, uh, and, and self-understanding, our diminishing and dangerous and destructive culture. They prosper and they profit off of our downfall. So we can't expect for us to get it together and there not be outside forces that uh, would like would would like nothing more for us to stay in the same position we are or even worse so they can continue to prosper so they can continue to profit off of our demise so even if we was to wake up tomorrow which is very unlikely and we we start to organize and and we 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 get to the youth because that's 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 what they are attacking we're so worried about ourselves and 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 what we're not doing right or uh going out on the weekend and going to big homie tank weekend and having a blast and and getting a break from work and and just trying to escape it all that they're attacking our children on every level possible every single level possible i'm talking through cartoons through the school through the music through all types of social engineering, they're attacking our youth, and we are just blind because uh, they have us so uh, they have us so immersed in life and struggle and the rat race and paying bills and and trying to find love and 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 all types of things that's distracting us from the most important thing to the prosperity and the growth of our people which is our youth. Our youth, like like they always say, we all know the saying that children are the future. So if the children are destroyed, then our future is already destroyed. Excuse me. <coughs> and with that being said, um, I'm very uh, conscious of uh, and aware of uh, what I allow my son to be exposed to. Uh, how I interact with my child. I'm not a great parent. I'm not the best parent. Uh, I make mistakes. Uh, sometimes I get upset and I yell. But I'm making my my uh, my goal to apologize when I feel that I'm wrong and try to explain things to my son as thoroughly as possible and get him get him to understand that uh, as his parent, as his father, um, I know what's best for him right now, and I need for him to understand and to learn things at a uh, at an accelerated rate. And uh, uh, just just how to um, to navigate through life based on my actions. So knowing that my child is learning from me by my actions and not from what I say, I have to be a better uh, I have to be a better man, a better person. I have to watch how I treat people, watch how uh, I interact with other people, and show him uh, uh, how to interact with people that look like him. That's why whenever my son's with me or around. Uh, I try to refrain from using uh, profanity, uh, not raising my voice, uh, and even though I'm I'm not that good at these things, I, I I'm aware and and I try. And uh, my son asks asks me questions, and I try to uh, answer them the best way I can. But I want him to see me interacting with people that look like us, and not so in a disrespectful or degrading or demeaning or belittling manner. 
because uh, when I'm around other groups of people, I'm 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 all, I'm more conscious of how I speak and interact with them. You see, and I'm and I'm not the only one that's guilty of this. I believe that a lot of my people are guilty of these behaviors, where we uh, we straighten up or we act uh, we act uh, a certain way or quote unquote. Uh, appropriate when we're around people that's not from our demographic, that's not from uh, our ethnic, our ethnicity, and we tend to uh, to put our best foot forward. And when it comes to dealing with uh, with other uh, 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 Black Americans, we we don't believe that uh, they deserve that type of uh, uh, respect, dignity, uh, 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 actions, and you know we just uh, we just. Don't straighten up for one another, and I think that uh, that's that needs to change. Uh, we need to be more conscious of how we treat each other. And as I said before, a lot of black people are raised in hostile environments. Uh, they only know how to interact or respond or deal with other uh, uh, black Americans by the way they were taught. And what they seen and uh, how they were spoken to. They, it's just normal. It's normal to be disrespectful, uh, belittling, loud, rough, violent with people that look like them. And and retro and 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 an opposite when it comes to uh, 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 Caucasians and Manchurians and Indians and Jews. They act and respond. In a certain way. That's not disrespectful or demeaning. Not saying it's a totalitarian uh, 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 subject. Because I know some, some black Americans. They don't give a F who they talking to. You disrespect them. They disrespect you. And that's just how they operate. Now for the most part. Uh, a lot of black Americans look at other people. Outside of their own group of people. As the superior. Or, or, or as the superior. And they tend to get. Uh, they tend to, to act appropriate, which another reason why I think that a lot of our talented tenth, a lot of our gifted people that's born into like a, a, a black American heritage or whatever, or whatever, they tend to find jobs or, or collaborate with uh, with people outside of their group because they don't think that we're uh, as bright or intelligent as them, and. I firmly believe, me, me personally, I firmly believe, because I don't want to believe anything other, I believe that most of my people are extremely intelligent, are extremely loving people. They just confined it and conform to their environment, and public schooling has dumped them down to, like, the lowest vibration, and their spirit is broken before they even graduate high school to the point they don't even know or realize their exceptional potential to be something great. And then the parents don't do anything to reinforce or to reignite the passion and the spirit and the creativity of the child. So... Uh, a lot of the children are doomed, and I believe it's uh, it's my responsibility and other uh, parents that care about their children, their children's responsibility, uh, to make sure that the children that are around our children they learn and they uh, uh, they learn and behave respectfully and kindly to one another because those are the, the children that our children are going to grow up with and they're going to be adults together. And if they don't learn right and our children did, then our children are in a detrimental position because, <coughs> excuse me, 
because those children uh, didn't have the, the proper parenting to interact appropriate with other people and uh, society at large. So that's why, as I said before, it's definitely my responsibility to, uh, to, 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 to check a child and to correct behaviors that are unfavoring to society at large because my son will become a part of society and I don't want uh, an unloved child, a fatherless child, a hurt child to grow up to be a hurt and destructive man that potentially takes the life of my child. So we have to look at the ripple effect of not uh, being... uh, uh, positive uh, uh, individuals or persons in the, in our community because that can have a drastic effect on our children. Because, like, even though we care about our children, we have to make a, a effort to uh, to teach other children that are that are maybe fatherless or motherless or they lack guidance or structure. We have to teach them the same way we will teach our children and show them how, uh, how to be kind and caring, how to share and how to not use vulgarity or or speak in a certain way. Because uh, kind words go far. Uh, I don't want to keep you guys too long because this is my first installment back, and I'm a join an anchor app. Uh, it's uh, it's my outlet. It's uh, it's my sanctuary, and I need to like uh, really get back to you guys and, and speak my mind because I believe that my words can change. Because anybody's words can change the trajectory of what someone's going through in their life. And me having that hiatus off the anchor app, I ain't been on it in a while. But I got a lot of topics I want to talk to you about. I'm just uh, trying to find some good people to talk on the Anchor app with to bounce ideas off because even though I can talk for a long time and get into uh, ideas and topics, I want to expound upon these ideas and topics with other people that that are uh, equally or more uh, uh, in tune or enlightened or intelligent than I so uh, I can actually grow while doing something that I love to do, which is talking about topics. And as I said before, I'm not going to always be politically correct. I mean, I might use profanity when I'm frustrated or when I get a little animated about certain situations that's going on or trending topics or whatever. But that's just me being human, and I'm still a product of my environment. I just made the best out of the environment that I created within the environment that I was bred into. So, like I said, with that being said... You're listening to the Marco Bay Show. I'm that host with the most to say, Marco Bay. And I'll get back at you with another installment. Peace.